It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Remember, you can catch up on anything you miss from the show via our podcast, which you can download now on the SEN app. Or you go to Apple and Spotify, boom, hit follow. You're good to go. You can listen anytime, anywhere. Call the line, one 300 or give us a text, 0457-736-736. Give us a follow on Instagram at SEN League. Smithy, bit of sad news. This is the last hour for the year for us, mate. Oh, no. Wow. Mate, oh, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss, miss you, all mate. of our listeners. Yep. Yeah, gonna miss, uh, gonna miss the crew, but let's get into it. Grand final, yes. much more go. exciting thing happening. Here we go. The Penny Panthers versus the Para Eels, seven thirty this Sunday at a core stadium. Now, let's start with the Penny Panthers. Taylor May has failed to overcome a hamstring injury, so Charlie mm-hmm. Staines retains his spot in the wing. Thirteen of the seventeen players named took part in last year's grand final win over South. The new faces are Staines, Tungo, Kenny. And Salmon. What do you think about the makeup of the Panthers squads? Well, they got huge advantage, isn't it? You just mentioned that, you know, thirteen of the seventeen players named to play this year played in last year's decider, so they've got the experience. And I dare say a lot of those guys too would have played in the twenty twenty grand final also. So there's a there's a huge chunk of players for Penrith playing in three consecutive grand finals and, and ac- across those previous two matches, they would have learned a lot about not just the game, Kempi, but the week and understanding, you know, the preparation and what goes on. There's a lot of extra, you know, commitments. Um, we've seen both teams at the Deli M's last night, um, you know, a lot more media attention on, on both football sides. So, and, and a few extracurricular things as well, like getting, you know, media things done and headshots and photos with opposition players and all this sort of stuff. So that's that's not new to them. That's not new to them. They mm. know they know exactly what grand final week is about. I feel as though that that could be a slight advantage, but at the same time, you know, it's it'll be a very exciting time for the Parramatta players as well who haven't experienced this. You know, they've watched on, you know, throughout their entire career, you know, other teams being involved in this in this week leading up to the grand final. But, you know, to have 13 players out of the 17 taking the field this weekend who you know were, were part of the premiership last year, I, I think that gives them a, a slight head start, mm. a slight head start when it comes to this game. And this game actually is brought to you by Suncorp Insurance. Uh, get award-winning car insurance with Suncorp. We've won uh, best insurance for the last seven years in a row. Uh, so that's Suncorp car insurance. Suncorp Insurance uh, car insurance. It's, uh, this is our obviously our match of the round. Now let's get into the Parry Eels. Actually, just quickly, you know. You missed, was it one grand final? Yes, it was, 2008. And I guess, so that's early, you know, relatively early on in your career. You know, about, mm. you're about three or four years into your career. Yep. Do you think a guy like Taylor May, you know, be devastating that he's missing it? Is this, yeah. it's going to sound silly, but is this 
a good thing for his career in the sense of he's going to use this pain to, to push on? Or do you think it, I guess, rattles you a bit? What, what was it like for yourself? Yeah, well, for me, it was motivation, really. But I was lucky enough to to have played in a couple of grand finals previously to that to the previous to the two thousand eight decider. Mm. So I, I knew what grand finals were about. I knew what it was like to to win a grand final. Um, you know, for for Taylor May, I, I I'd like to think as a young man this this will really spur him on. Mm. Um, but you know, the, at the end of the day, it, it's down to him whether you know he he can sit there and. And feel you know a little bit sorry for himself, and 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 feel as though you know he's missed out on a great opportunity, which he has. But injuries, unfortunately, are a part of our game, mm. and there's been a lot of players, a lot of great players, um, a part of our um, our sport over its rich history over a hundred years. Some of the best players that our our sport has ever seen never never play in a grand final or never win a premiership, Kempi. Um, so as a young man, I think you know he just needs to look at it as you know, I'm part of a, a, a very good organisation, a team that's in um, great form that can and has the opportunity to continue to be the benchmark of the competition in years to come and just make the most of what he's a part of right now. Because mm. who knows? Like, you just you don't know what's going to happen in the future. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But at the moment, he's a part of something really special. Um, and I'm sure, you know, when, when you look at that side, they look like they're a very close-knit team. I'm sure he's been positive um, around the, the group as much as he would be disappointed that he's not taking part in this match due to injury. Um, you know, he just needs to be, um, when he's around the group, just be positive for the players um, playing this week, particularly, you know, Staines, who's coming in to, to fill that void. Now onto the para eels. This is an absolutely huge call in my opinion. Nathan Brown has been recalled on the bench for his first game wow. since round seventeen, July. To top it all off, he's only had two games in reserve grade since. So this isn't a you know a a battle hardened uh, you know been playing match after match. Now don't get me wrong, Nathan Brown, tough as they come, but yep. when it comes to match fitness, it's not like he's got that up his sleeve. Uh, He's going to replace Bryce Cartwright. Now, I've got my own thoughts on why I think that he did this, but, Smithy, why do you think Brad Arthur made such a huge call on the last game of the season? Oh, I just think he he's picked um, Brown to come in just to fight fire with fire. Mm. I really do. He, he, we all know the style of footy that Nathan Brown plays. He's a, he's a firebrand. He, he's quite aggressive. Um, you know, he carries the ball strongly. There's no sort of – there's. Bit of no frills about the way he goes about his game. Um, if someone runs at him, he's going to try and hit him as hard as he can. Um, but he, he's taken that spot where um, the, the the player sort of that that fourth man on the bench for Parramatta Eels, Brad Arthur. It's sort of they only come on and play roughly twelve minutes each game. Mm. Um, uh, I think you know Bryce Cartwright. He, he got limited time last week, um, and and Bryce Cartwright took took the position of, was it Makatoa, you know, from the previous week. And he was sort of averaging around, you know, sort of 12 minutes a game as well. So I, I think what will happen is that if Brad Arthur sees an opportunity for Nathan Brown to get on the field and just, I think the message to him will be, hey, mate, I need you to go on and go as hard as you can for 10 minutes. Just go absolutely crazy. Get as many touches of the football you can, um, you know, Make as many tackles as you can and try to inflict some some pain on the opposition. Mm. 
cause a bit of havoc out there for us and get off, I think that's what his role will be. And I'll tell you, I, I think he'll be told to go out and ruffle some feathers of that, particular players from the Panthers. Mm, that's That was going to be my next question. Do they, <laughs> because it is such an obvious pick of aggression, of ruffling feathers, of getting amongst it, do they run the risk of having, no, not the same, but the Roosters-Rabbitohs game was a really good indication of we love aggression, but sometimes it can go too far and take away from your rugby league. Is there a, a small chance that Brown, you know, I guess, unfortunately goes too far and he costs them 10 minutes or whatever? Um, well, yeah, that's, there's always the potential to do that. Um, but I, I, think I think they'll be happy to put up with it. Okay. I really do. I, well. I, I, think, I think they, they would be – because you think, you think back to over the last couple of years, who has who made Penrith the most uncomfortable out of any team in the competition? Yes. Parramatta. Yeah. It's the Eels. And, and they've done it this year. They, they've won both games that they played against them so far. I know one of them was when they played against, um, you know, sort of 12 men for the most part of the, the game when, when Cleary was sent off at, um, at Combank Stadium. But they went out to Penrith and beat them on their home ground, which they, up to that point, I think that Penrith had won something like 25 consecutive matches. So mm. they do have the ability to upset Penrith's rhythm um, and their systems and sort of just get under their skin a little bit. And so that's why I'm thinking as soon as I've seen the news that Nathan Brown was named, I'm thinking that, that, that he's been given one job and that's just to go and upset a few people, uh, you know, ruffle a few feathers of the opposition, particularly, I'm going to say, particularly some of their key players in Nathan Cleary, <laughs> Isaiah Yo, um, you know, these type of guys that, that, that really – play such a significant role, Jerome Luai as well, such a significant role in their attack. Mm. Now, I mean, I think maybe I'm getting a bit too deep into the uh, the conspiracy, <laughs> Smithy. <laughs> yeah. But do you think that if you're Ivan Cleary, you almost go, okay, Nathan Brown's on the bench. If Nathan Brown gets on around the time I would put Spensalino on, I put Spensalino on, you know, to fight fire with fire and go, all right, mate, yeah. you want to put on your dog? We'll put on our dog <laughs> and let's see who can, let's see who wins that battle. See who's got the bigger dog. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised, Kempi. Mm. I really wouldn't be surprised because they're both, like, they, they play a similar style of football, don't they? Yeah. Um, and, and it just, considering he, he's had limited time on the field, he's played two games um, in that time between uh, round seventeen and now, it's it just for me it just it it's it stands out to say we're going to send someone out there to really go after a couple of your players. Now, just a quick little uh, insight here from a producer: the last time Nathan Brown played a game, it was round twenty of the New South Wales Cup. It was against mm-hmm. the Panthers. Oh, and Brown was sin binned after forty six minutes. There you go. There you go. Can you bet on sin bins? <laughs> oh, you can bet on anything. Oh, surely. What are the markets? That's what we do with top sport. Yeah, top sport. Reach out, uh, Tristo. What are the markets on Brown yeah. getting sin bin? I want to put the house on it um, that I don't have. Um, that well, yeah. I want to put one of Smithy's house on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there we go. There it is. <laughs> oh, I've only got the one. Come on, mate. Um, uh, in Queensland. I, um, <laughs> I, it's uh, it's um 
It's so it's it's just it's a it's another one of these like storylines though, isn't it? Like for a grand final, just the surprise packet being picked up, um, being thrown in there, and and maybe 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 it's just to try and get inside a few of the players' heads already mm. in the lead up to this game. So they're sitting there just going, Nathan Brown, he hasn't played first grade since July. Mm. What's he going to do? Yeah, like what is he going to do when he gets on the field? And, and no, we, I get it. Like I get it. Like there, there, there's rules in our game, and and yeah, you know, if if he crosses the line, there'll there'll be consequences, of course. Mm. But at what expense to Penrith? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, only naturally, Cleary is going to be if Brown's on the field. Cleary's thinking about it. You know, oh, he's he, human. He's a as human good being. A player as he is, he's human. He's going to be thinking about it, and rightly so, because you know Brown's going to be hunting him, putting kick pressure, all that stuff. Now. Opacek has failed to overcome his hamstring injury. Bailey Simonson retains his spot in the side. Interestingly, I thought Bailey Simonson had been in and out of the side all year. But I actually went back and looked over the season. He's actually played 19 games this season. On top of that, I actually got a bit of mail that he even requested to go back and play centre in New South Wales Cup. Wow. Um, Again, I'm not sure that was just all reportedly. but So he's come back in at centre. Is it a concern that they've got a guy like, for example, Wonga Blake? I know they're on different sides, but Wonga Blake, you know, defensively can have some lapses and obviously in the air. And then you've got a new centre as well with Bailey Simonson. Do you think that's a concern for the Eels that you've got such inexperience in specific positions? Yeah, well, I I don't think they'll go into a game with concerns, Mm. but... I think that'll be an area that Penrith look at closely mm. and, and they'll focus a lot of their attack around those players. Um, and no doubt, you know, you just mentioned Wunga Blake. No doubt he'll be getting a lot of um, high kicks come his way again from Nathan Cleary, given the result that, that Penrith got out of him um, the last time they played. Uh, but in saying that, I, I don't think, I don't think, you know his teammates helped him a whole heap in that game. They didn't. Mm. They didn't put a whole heap of kick pressure on Nathan Cleary. And if you look at, um, you know, last week the Rabbitohs actually got out to him early in early in the match. Mm. They got out and, and got at him quite early, and they put him off a few times. And kicks didn't particularly go where he wanted them to go. And just, you know, if if you need to look at some positive results from putting a little bit of effort in on last plays or when Cleary's going to kick the ball, just have a look at the the origin. Yeah. Have a look at the State of Origin um, series this year, particularly game three where Queensland just, they did a fantastic job on Cleary. And, you know, th- there's a little bit being spoken about about that blocking system that they have and people saying, well, you know, that's, that's uh, it's, it's illegal, shouldn't be able to do it. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think particularly it's, 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 Legal because you're not allowed to do that. When you think about uh, field goals, you know the, the the league come in and said, "Look, you can't have blockers um, standing next to the ruck when they, when they play the ball. You can't have people just positioned there and and not moving." But if they do it and and they're allowed to get away with it, if if the referee allows them to do it, then that's out of your control. What you need to do though is just put a little bit of extra effort in mm. and get past those blockers, and and you'll get an opportunity to go and get Nathan Cleary. Mm. It's just what it is. It's just a little bit of extra effort. And I'll, I'll, I'll guarantee you, Parramatta will get rewards at some stage if they do that. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree, Smithy, because whether they do do it, it's illegal, it's not illegal, you can't change that. All you can change is, is what is in your control. I think 
another really you know thing that can add and give you space is winning the contact on the fifth play. Making sure that they're not hitting their front and and finding it straight away. Making sure that you win that contact, you get them on their back so that you've got time to get to Cleary. Um, And so it's really interesting that, uh, look, I know Cooper Cronk was an incredible kicker of the ball for sure, Mm. but Mm. I feel like it's just become more and more evident that I would argue that Cleary's kicking game is, is truly their biggest weapon. Oh, it's huge. It's a huge weapon. And so not only does it, continue to apply pressure to the opposition with where he um, places the ball on the last tackle and his ability to kick high and kick with depth and make, you know, whether it be wingers or, or fullbacks taking the ball, like they're catching the ball sort of a metre, a metre and a half from their own try line and then being forced to bring the ball back. Mm. So he's, ex- he's extremely accurate with his kicking, but then he's got, he's also got a, a a huge variation of kicks that he can put in. He's got he's got a kick where he can kick back across his body when he's um, you know trying to find a forty twenty. Um, he can put up as we've seen throughout this final series. His go to kick has been that floater, floater slash spiral, whichever one he, he pulls off. Um, that's been his go to in this final series, and he's happy to do them from around halfway forty meters out. He's just happy to throw it up and say, "Do your best." Mm. Like because he knows he's got chases going down there, um, and but you can see with the way they they set up is that they're all on board with the kick. Very rarely do they have anyone sitting around him as as an option if someone comes out to get him mm. to run the football. Mm. If you look on the outside of Nathan Cleary, like a lot of his outside men, they're they're, they're in a straight line, and they time their run to perfection. So when the ball meets his foot. They're, they're directly in line with him going down to put pressure on whoever's standing underneath the ball. Mm. Um, so it's it's a huge part of Parramatta's defense this weekend is their last play defense. And they just they, – they need to keep their, their feet moving until one of their players has the ball in their hands. Like they, they cannot give up on that last play and just think, well, I ran out to put pressure on Cleary – you know the ball's now been kicked. It's gone over my head. I'll just, I'll just hope for the best. Hope our our fullbacks and wingers get the job done. They need to get back there. They need to get on their bike and get back and help their players, and and wait until one of their teammates has got the ball in their hands and they're on the ground about to play the ball. Then they can have a rest. Now that was our game of the round. Thanks to Suncorp Car Insurance, winner of CanStar's Outstanding Claims Award seven years in a row. Now after the break, we're going to get to more of your texts and calls. And we're going to basically cap off our thoughts and predictions for the grand final. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.